Greetings, my beloved brethren. Greetings according to your time and your location. May our good Lord Yahusha continue to bless each and every one of you. Today, we will be continuing with our lesson from last week. Last week was Loving Yahusha 1. This week we will continue with Loving Yahusha 2. As we have studied in the first lesson, to love Yahusha, we have to try to emulate the love that he showed us. Yahusha wants us to love him by obeying his commandments and doing as he says. But we must also love our brethren and sisters. We must help with the teachings of the words of Yahuwah written in the Holy Scriptures. We must also teach the children, help our brethren carry their burdens. And we should never turn our back on our brethren when they are in need, especially when we can afford to give a helping hand. When our brethren fall in sin, we should gently help restore them. By doing so, we will show that we also care and love Yahusha. When we do so, we prove that we are true disciples of Yahusha. So to start our lesson for today, our first question is, how much must we love our King Yahusha? And the answer to this question is given by Yahusha himself. And we can find it in the book of Matthew, chapter 10, verse 37, down to 39. If you love your father or mother more than you love me, you are not worthy of being mine. Or if you love your son or daughter more than me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. So how much must we love our King Yahusha? As we have heard out of the mouth of Yahusha himself, we must love our King Yahusha more than our father, mother, son, or daughter. And how can we demonstrate our love for Yahusha? We can demonstrate our love for Yahusha by carrying our cross. What must we understand by carrying our cross? Carrying our cross is the good works of the kingdom which we have to fulfill as our duties. And what are the good works that we have to carry out as our duties? The good works 
are feeding Yahusha's sheep and lambs, helping our brethren carry their burden. And how can we do that? We do that by feeding the hungry, giving the thirsty to drink, inviting the stranger into our home, clothing the naked, caring for the, caring for the sick, and visiting the prisoner in prison. Up to what point must we carry our cross? We must carry our cross even to the point of losing our life. Like Yahusha has given, has given up his life for us, we also must be willing to give up our life when carrying our cross. If we refuse to carry our cross and try to cling to our life, we will lose it. But if we give up our life while carrying our cross for Yahusha's sake, we will find it. How can we daily carry our cross and follow Yahusha Christ? The answer is found in the book of Luke chapter nine, verse 23. Again, here we hear it from Yahusha himself. Then he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. So how can we daily carry our cross and follow Yahusha Christ? We can carry our cross daily and follow our King Yahusha Christ by denying ourselves. By denying ourselves, we will exhibit our true love through the manifestation of our sacrifice. We must be willing to make sacrifices daily when needed to fulfill our duties to the kingdom and our King Yahusha. What can prevent a person from carrying his cross daily and following Yahusha Christ? We find the answer in the same book of Luke chapter nine, verse 59 down to 62. Then he said to another, follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury, and bury my father. Yahusha said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and preach the kingdom of God. And another said, also said, Lord, I will follow you but let me first go and bid them farewell who are at my house. But Yahusha said to him, no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. So what can prevent a person from carrying out, carrying his cross daily and following Yahusha Christ? Distraction and excuses can prevent a person 
from carrying his cross daily and following Yahusha Christ. What are examples of excuses? Example of excuses were when one said, let me first bury my father. Another said, let me first go and bid farewell to those in my house. Is there anything wrong with fulfilling our duties to our family? No. Fulfilling our duties to our family is a big part of our duties to God. And those who fail in their duties to carry for, to care for the family are worse than an unbeliever. Why did Christ reject the excuses given here? Christ rejected the excuses because they did not make Yahusha Christ their top priority. They were using their arguments as an excuse. And as Yahusha said, that no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. So to love Yahusha means making him our topmost priority in our lives. Who is an example of one who did not make Christ his topmost priority? Again, we find the answer in the same book of Luke chapter 18, verse 18 down to 21. A certain ruler asked him, God teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Yahusha answered. No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do you commit, do not commit adultery. Do not murder, do not steal. Do not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother. All these I have kept since I was a boy, he said. So who is an example of one who did not make Christ his topmost priority? An example of one who did not make Yahusha Christ his topmost priority is a certain rich ruler. What was the desire of this rich ruler? This rich ruler desired to inherit eternal life. But to inherit eternal life, something had to be accomplished. And what was the rich ruler willing to do to obtain this eternal life? The rich ruler was willing to obey the commandments and said he had done so since he was a boy. But is it the will of Yahuwah for us to obey the Ten Commandments? Yes. Obeying the Ten Commandments is the will of Yahuwah. That's why he gave them to Moses for the Israelites to obey. But the question is, is obeying the Ten Commandments enough to receive eternal life? 
Again, we go back for the answer in the book of Luke, chapter 18, verse 22, down to 23. When Yahusha heard this, he said to him, you still lack some, you still lack one thing. Sell everything you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When he heard this, he became very sad because he was a man of great wealth. So the question was, is obeying the 10 commandments enough to receive eternal life? Obeying the 10 commandments is not enough to receive eternal life. As Yahusha said, you still lack one thing. And what was still lacking? Besides obeying the 10 commandments, one must also be willing to follow Yahusha Christ. However, what prevented the ruler from following Yahusha Christ? The ruler had great wealth, which prevented him from following Yahusha Christ. He loved his wealth so much, even more than eternal life. As followers of Yahusha Christ, we must desire eternal life more than any earthly riches. However, although it is good to desire eternal life, there is something we should strive for even more than eternal life. And what should we strive for even more than eternal life? We should desire and strive to be with Yahusha Christ. For those who truly love and desire Christ, eternal life is only secondary to the main reward of being with Yahusha Christ himself. Who are those who genuinely love Yahusha Christ? Those who genuinely love Yahusha Christ are those willing to sacrifice for his sake. And the ruler and the rich ruler did not love Yahusha Christ so much that he was willing to sacrifice and give up all his wealth and follow Yahusha Christ. He was unwilling to surrender to follow Yahusha Christ. My beloved brethren, the remaining part of this lesson will be brought to you by our beloved brother, John. Thank you for listening. My beloved brothers and sisters in faith, first of all, Shabbat Shalom to everyone. Our topic today is about loving our King and Mashiach, Yahushua. Typically, love is revealed in times of obstacles and hindrances, and we know hindrances do come in our life. For those who lack love or lack desire in following Yahushua, these distractions, these hindrances and obstacles are often used as excuses not to follow Yahushua. But for those who truly love him, even if there are excuses or even if there are hindrances, they will find a way. See, that's what love does. Love finds a way even if 
there are hindrances along the road. Now, who is a good example of one who, because of his desire to be with King Yahushua, he did not let hindrances prevent him from having fellowship with the king. Let's read in the book of Luke 19, 1 down to 5. Yahushua entered Jericho and made his way through the town. There was a man there named Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector in the region, and he had become very rich. He tried to get a look at Yahushua, but he was too sure to see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road, for Yahushua was going to pass that way. When Yahushua came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by his name. Zacchaeus, he said, quick, come down. I must be a guest in your home today. Now, who is an example of one who was not hindered from following and having fellowship with our King Yahushua, a chief tax collector by the name of Zacchaeus? Now, because he was a chief tax collector, he was not loved by the people. In fact, the people hated him. Not only was he a tax collector, he was the chief tax collector, and because he was the chief tax collector, he became very rich, he became very wealthy, which is why many people did not like him, because they accused him of taking all their money, and so he was a hated man, but this man named Zacchaeus, what did he have? He wanted to meet, he wanted to have fellowship with the king, Yahushua, and so when Yahushua entered Jericho, it was his chance to meet the king. However, there was an obstacle. What was that? There was a big crowd surrounding Yahushua. There was no way he would be able to break through the crowd and shake hands with our king Yahushua. He was that popular and that famous. Not only that, he was a short person, a hated person at that. There's just no way he would get through the crowd and meet our King Yahushua. You know, if Zacchaeus lacked desire for Yahushua, they were the perfect excuse, right? Well, how am I going to get through that crowd? Might as well look for Yahushua next time. Because if he did not love Yahushua, if he lacked the desire, he had the perfect excuses. But Zacchaeus was different. Because of his desire, what did he do? He found a way. How so? He noticed where Yahushua was headed. Yahushua is here now. He's looking at the path. Pretty soon he's going to be over there. And so he ran over there. And although he was short, he found a sycamore tree. And so what did he do? He climbed the sycamore tree. And so even though he was short, even though he had an impediment, he did not use that as an excuse. He found a way. You see, that's what love does. Love finds the way, even when there are hindrances, love will enable you to think of ways to overcome those hindrances. So he was on that sycamore tree. Guess who notices Zacchaeus? It was Yahushua. And can you imagine what Yahushua said to this person, Zacchaeus, a chief tax collector that would forever change his life? Yahushua says to him, quick, come down, Zacchaeus. Because I'm going to be a guest in your home today. Zacchaeus was hoping only for a handshake. But Yahushua says, I'm going to go to your house. 
today. You see, Yahusha notices when we show deep love for him. Yahusha looks for people who truly love him, and Yahusha will reward that person. And so when Yahusha told Zacchaeus, come down, I'm going to your house today. Do you know what the people said? Let's keep reading. Luke 19, 6 to 8. Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Yahusha to his house in great excitement and joy. But the people were displeased. He has gone to be the guest of a notorious sinner, they grumbled. Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I will give half my wealth to the poor, Lord. And if I have cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. And so what was the reaction of the people when Yahusha said to Zacchaeus, I'm going to go to your house today? The people did not like it. Why? Because they know who Zacchaeus was. He is a notorious sinner. But what did Zacchaeus say to our King Yahushua? Zacchaeus said, look, Lord, I will give half of my wealth to the poor. And if I did end up cheating anyone on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. What do you see in the heart of Zacchaeus? Repentance. He wanted to change his life. The willingness to give up what he has. He was willing to sacrifice for the sake of Yahushua. Do you see how he was different from the rich ruler? When Yahushua says, sell all your, your stuff and follow me, the rich ruler said no. He was sad and he left. But Zacchaeus voluntarily told Yahushua, I'm going to give up my wealth. And I'm going to repay those whom I have cheated. And so true love for Yahushua results in a change in one's life. You know, if you will read the Gospels, do you know what you will find in the Gospels again and again and again? In every instance where Yahushua touches the life of an individual, whether it be a leper, whether it be a blind person, whether it be a chief tax collector, every person Yahushua has an encounter with, their lives, they're changed. They're transformed forever. You see, when a person truly loves Yahushua, it is impossible for them to remain unchanged. They're going to be transformed by the love that show that they show Yahushua. Because when they love Yahushua, the love from Yahushua transforms and empowers them to become better than they were before. That's the power of love. It goes both ways. Now, who also is an example of one? who truly loved our King Yahushua. Let's read the book of Philippians chapter 1, 20 to 21. My deep desire and hope is that I shall never fail in my duty, but that at all times, and especially right now, I shall be full of courage, so that with my whole being, I shall bring honor to Christ, whether I live or die. For what is life to me, it is Christ. Death, then, will bring more. What we read to you there is a testimony of a person who truly loved Yahushua HaMashiach. Do you have any idea who this person is? Who knows who this person is? Huh? Don't make me pick on my daughter again. <laughs> who knows who this person is? It's our apostle Paul. 
Apostle Paul says he has a deep desire. You see, when it comes to desires as human beings, we have different desires, right? And we have different levels of desires. There's a surface level desire, which is fleeting. It comes and goes. Sometimes it's strong. Sometimes you forget about it. There are mid-level desires. And then there are deep desires. Desires that strike you to your core. Something that you will never give up because it's so deeply ingrained in your heart. Apostle Paul says he has a deep desire for our King Yahushua. That's what it takes to remain a disciple. Because to be a disciple of Yahushua means you're going to be attacked by the devil. You're going to be tested. You're going to be tempted. And so if we lack that deep desire, we might end up making excuses. But if we have that deep desire, desire will pave and provide you with a way to be resourceful, to keep following Yahushua. Do you know how deep Apostle Paul's desire was to be in fellowship with our King Yahushua? Apostle Paul says, with my whole being, it was his whole being. What does that mean? He was prepared to die for his king, Yahusha. Question, have we reached that level of love? Is our love for Yahusha so deep that we're willing to give up our life for him? It's not an easy uh, question to answer. And sometimes if we're going to be true to ourselves, we might not have yet reached that level of love for Yahusha that we can say, you know, I'm willing to give up now my life for Yahusha. But Apostle Paul, he loved Yahusha that much. For him, the purpose of his life is to be with Yahusha. You take everything else away and you have Yahusha, he says, I have everything. But you take away Yahusha, even if the whole world was his, he has nothing. That's what it means for Apostle Paul to love our king and Mashiach. Yahushua. And how did he demonstrate this? What did he say that illustrate the level and the depth of his love for his king? Let's read Philippians 3, 8 to 9. Yes, everything else is worthless. When compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Yahushua, my Lord, for his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, so that I could gain Christ. And become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ. For God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. How deep was Apostle Paul's love for our king and Mashiach Yahushua? It was infinitely valuable to him. It's hard to put a number on that. And so the best thing Apostle Paul can do so that we can relate is to give us an example, an analogy involving garbage. We all know what garbage is. It's not something to be desired, right? What do we do with garbage? We put it in the trash. Apostle Paul said what he considered profitable. And when we look at the life of Apostle Paul, he had many profitable achievements. His wisdom education, his citizenship, his notoriety, his position. He had everything, but he said everything he considered profitable compared, compared to Christ, 
what did he say? All of that is garbage. You see how deep and how powerful Apostle Paul's love for Yahusha was. This is why Apostle Paul not only said he loved Yahusha, he gave up everything, including his life, for the sake of our king, Yahusha. We need to love Yahusha the way Apostle Paul loved Yahusha. But how can we do that? How was Apostle Paul able to love Yahusha in this way? Let's read, brothers and sisters, the final passage of our studies today in the book of Ephesians 3, 17 to 19. And I pray that Christ will make his home in your hearts through faith. I pray that you may have your roots and foundation in love so that you together with all God's people may have the power to understand how broad and long, how high and deep is Christ's love. Yes, may you come to know his love, although it can never be fully known and so be completely filled with the very nature of God. How was Apostle Paul able to love our King Yahushua with all of his being? How did he develop this deep desire for our King Mashiach, Yahushua? Apostle Paul said, I want you to also come to know how much Yahushua loves us. What did he say about the love of our King Yahushua? He says it's broad and long, high and deep. You see the reason why Apostle Paul was able to love Yahushua that much is because he himself felt the love of Yahushua that much and beyond. There's something we need to remember about Apostle Paul. This is the reason why he fell in love with Yahushua. This is why he was willing to give up everything to know Yahushua. You know what it is? You see, Apostle Paul did not start out loving Yahushua. He, in fact, started out hating Yahushua. Apostle Paul hated Yahushua so much. His mission in life was to imprison the followers of Yahushua. He hated Yahushua. But despite the fact he hated Yahushua, Yahushua chose him and loved him anyways. And so we need to understand, brethren, we can love Yahushua. Despite who we may be in the past. Despite who we may be now. Because Yahushua is the one who takes the initiative. He loved him when he was hated by him. And when Yahushua loved him and Apostle Paul embraced that love, he was changed forever. You see, it's not about we loving Yahushua. It's about we allowing Yahushua to love us. You see, that's the key. If we were to tell you, brothers and sisters, brethren, you must love Yahusha with all of your heart, strength, and soul. How can we do that sincerely? The, the only way for us to do that sincerely is if we first feel that love in our own hearts. This is what Apostle Paul felt, and this is what he wants us to feel. And so what is his constant prayer to Abba? Apostle Paul says, I pray 
that Christ will make his home in your hearts through faith. Do you want to be able to love Yahusha sincerely with all of your heart? Then brethren, allow yourself to be loved by him. He wants to be in our hearts. Why? Because Yahusha wants us to know him by faith in a deep level. Apostle Peter once said, you love him. He was speaking to the, to the other disciples who never met Yahusha. Apostle Peter says, you never met him, but you love him because of your faith. None of us here, we've never met Yahusha in person. We have faith in him. We know about his sacrifice and death for our sake. But now we have to take it to the next level. We have to let Yahusha the Christ make our hearts his home. You see, when we make Yahusha and make him live in our hearts, then we get to know him. You cannot love someone you do not know. You cannot love someone you do not have fellowship with. Yahushua wants us to love him, but for us to truly and sincerely love him, it must begin with allowing ourselves to be loved by him. He wants to love us. Let Yahushua love you. Have we sinned because of our flesh? Have we sinned because of our pride? Brethren, go to our king. He knows us deeply. He knows our humanity. He knows our weaknesses, but he loves you. He loves us just the same, and he wants to make something out of our life. But that begins with love. And love begins by opening our heart to our king and saying to our king, Yahusha, please, Lord, my heart is open to you. Dwell in me. Be in me. And when we allow Yahusha to be in our heart, then he will begin to change us. Can you imagine the lives Yahusha changed? In the Gospels, all those people, the leper, the blind man, the people who were sick, the people who were tax collectors, those who were adulterers in the past. Can you imagine the number of people Yahusha changed? We can be, we can be included if we will let Yahusha love us. That's the key for us to love and be in fellowship with our King and Mashiach Yahusha. Let us stand, brethren, and we shall pray together. Everlasting Father, your people are here receiving your love. None of this is possible if it not for your great gesture of love, giving up your son, though you did not have to do so but chose to do so for our sake, for your love, for your people, that we can become your sons and daughters. Father, thank you. We know, Yahuwah, we can never possibly repay what you have done for your people. The truth is, not only have you given up your son every day, every moment, even up until now, and we believe up until forever, you are always going to be with your people to direct us, to manifest your presence because you know about our weaknesses. 
we cannot possibly survive without you. And so, loving Father, we thank you for your fellowship. We thank you for your spirit, how you love your people so much. Thank you for giving us a king, a high priest who takes care of us, who loves us deeply. We know we are commanded to love him even more than our family. We want to be able to fulfill this. Loving Father, may we feel what you feel. May your love be our love so that we can love your beloved son with such passion, with such conviction that we will feel the joy that comes from true love. Our King and Mashiach, Yahushua, your disciples are here. We have never met you in person. We hope one day to be able to do so. And so whatever hindrances there may be between now and when you appear in disguise, we will do whatever it takes to resolve these conflicts, to overcome hindrances, because we love you so much. We have felt your presence. We have tasted your goodness. We come to you at this moment, begging you, loving Mashiach. May you fellowship with us now. Make our hearts your dwelling place. We want to be close to you. Thank you for your sacrifice. We promise you, loving Mashiach, Yahushua, we will do our best to love you with all of our being, to honor you, whether we are dead or alive. Father, thank you for listening to us today. May you bless your people throughout the world. We believe you continue to perform miracles. Because, Father, that is what we see. Different people from throughout the world who speak about your miracles. Miracles in the hospital beds. Miracles in the homes. This is your work. We want to let you know we are truly appreciative. We are truly thankful. You still do wonders. Permit us now to thank you. Thank you, loving Abba, for your blessings upon your people. Father, please continue to remember your servants who are going through difficult times. Send, please, your Holy Spirit to comfort and strengthen us once again. We believe, Father, that you have listened to our prayers. For we ask and beg all things in the name of our Lord. Our King, our Mashiach, Yahushua the Christ. Amen. Amen. Uh, brothers and sisters, at this point, before we sing the doxology, we will ask for the blessings of Yahuwah Abba upon two infants who were recently added to the family of the assembly of Yahushua. They are as follows. We have Brother Levi Gabriel Gutierrez Bachoco and also Brother Elijah Rilo Ordinario Gutierrez. Their families are present with us and they choose to set apart their children to serve Yahuwah and Yahusha. And so we will ask for the blessings of Yahuwah upon these infants and in so doing, 
we will ask for Yahuwah's blessings that he wants to give his people. We will read the book of Numbers 6, 24 to 26. This is the instruction of Yahuwah himself that he gave to his people so that they can be blessed by him. Numbers 6, 24 to 26. May Yahuwah bless you and protect you. May Yahuwah smile on you and be gracious to you. May Yahuwah show his favor and give you his peace. And so before many witnesses, all of us together, we ask for Yahuwah's blessings upon these two infants, Brother Levi and Brother Elijah. May Yahuwah bless you and protect you. Brother Levi and Brother Elijah. May Yahuwah smile on you and be gracious to you. Amen. Brother Levi and Brother Elijah, may Yahuwah show you his favor and give you his peace. Amen. Amen. Let us stand and pray, brothers and sisters. Everlasting Father, yes. Yahuwah Almighty, yes. kindly and compassionately, behold the families who have dedicated their children to you. We are thankful because we believe all life, all life comes from you. And when you give life, you have purpose. We know that you have outlined a magnificent plan, a bright future for these sons of yours, Brother Levi and Brother Elijah. And so at this moment, we ask you to please accept our prayers, the blessings that you have proclaimed long ago to be given to your people. This is what we ask you. Please, Father, bless Brother Levi. Bless Brother Elijah. May you protect them. Smile on them now. Be gracious to them. Show them your favor and give them peace, not only today, but always in their life. Because we believe this world continues to collapse, becomes worse and worse, more evil and evil. They need your protection and kindness. Provide this for them, loving Abba. Bless them with perfect health and strength. When they grow up, may they know you. May they call upon your name, Yahuwah, through the name of your son, Yahushua. Loving Father, behold also the parents who are here. Because of their faith, they have decided to request for this blessing upon their life. May you bless the parents, Father. Be with them at all times. Help them to be good parents, to remind, to teach your only words, that together as a family, they will receive your protection. They will receive, receive your divine favor. Our loving King and Mashiach Yahushua, be in the homes of your servants during times of tribulation. Teach them to call upon your name, that the children will learn to do so, to place their trust in you, to place your trust in Abba, that together they will enjoy fellowship with you and fellowship with Yahuwah Abba. Father, we believe that you have blessed these two infants, that you have written their names in the book of life, and that we will be together not only here on earth, but especially 
in the life to come in your heavenly kingdom forever. We believe, Father, that you have listened to our prayers, for we ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen. Abbas, unfailing love and tender mercies overshadow us. The memory and peace of Yahusha HaMashiach strengthen us, and the constant companionship of the Ruach Kadash be with all of us now and forever. Amen. Amen.